Three Beards Media Podcast may contain mature themes. And if you're not down with that, we got three words for you. Like the podcast. Nailed it. Morning off already. Looks like I got internet issues, so that's super great. Episode twenty-seven. Uh, boy, I, I don't know what I'm going to do if and when I get a job. Uh, I'll have to get up earlier and start doing these. Uh, but you know, we haven't crossed that bridge yet. So, uh, first things first. Had our interview on Old Man Strength last night with Brees Hall. How amazing. You never in my entire list, never in my entire existence did I think I would be in a position where I could sit and have a conversation one-on-one with uh, an NFL superstar um, and an alumni of Iowa State. Uh, so gracious and uh, and so humbled that, that uh, Brees um, came on the pod. Sorry, that cough button is is, is an amazing thing. Um, uh, and shout out to his mom. Uh, uh, LaRonda uh, was kind enough to kind of facilitate that for us. LaRonda and and uh, and her daughter, uh, Brees' sister, came on the pod uh, of Old Man Strength uh, about a month and a half or about a year and a half ago, and uh, that was a fun conversation. Um, and so I reached out to. To, to LaRonda uh, over the weekend, and she uh, she facilitated that. So, Brees, again, thank you for coming on. S- much appreciated. It was fun. He gave us about 25 minutes of, our, of his time. Um, so check that out uh, on, on the podcast feed. Um, I uh, We've got some weather going on here. These silly roads and, and, and ice, I think. I think we're all right here in, in Des Moines, but up uh, uh, north in Ames and places like that, it's uh, uh, it's not super great. So, is that everybody drive safe? I'm gonna try to go in and see mom. I'm gonna mask up. I'm gonna see here for a couple of days, uh, and I want to get over this cold, but it's just lingering. So, uh, but. I think if I mask up and I, and I keep my distance and I at least go in there and see her and she knows that I'm there and, uh, and things like that, uh, that'll be good. I don't know. Uh, we are, um, she's not eating still. She's not eating solid foods. Uh, I don't think that she's passed any kind of stool or, or anything into her, into her, her, um, philosophy bag. So, you know, until she starts eating, she's not gonna get out. So, uh, and I know that she wants to, but we need to, um, you know, we, I had a conversation with her the other day, uh, cause she was like, well, I, you know, do you like to eat things that you don't like to eat? And I was like, no, but when it comes to my health and, and, and getting stronger and whatever, I'll do what I have to do. I, when I went through cancer, there were a lot of things that I had to do that I didn't like to do, 
but the alternative wasn't an option. So, um, but you know, she's older, she's set in her ways. I, I, I understand all that. And I'm, I'm trying to be sympathetic, but you know, we need to, um, we need to do what we can mom here to, to, to get healthy so that you, you know, can continue to stick around with us. So, uh, and I don't mean that flippantly. I'm just, it's the truth. Um, the world's a better place with mom in it. Uh, I also know that uh, I have a brother <clears throat> who passed away that wants to see his mom in heaven. And what a glorious place that will be, because that's really where everybody wants to end up. Um, so I'm still struggling with that. Uh, I had a conversation with Father Kirby um, over the weekend about, you know, my feelings on, is it selfish to, to want to keep her here when she's in so much pain? She's not the mom that I remember. I mean, mom was always so strong. It, I, she's still strong now, I don't, but mom was always so um, strong-willed. And, well, again, I guess she still is. I, I don't know. It's kind of hard to explain. Like she, you know, nothing ever got her down. And she was always looking at the bright side of things and always reminding me about um, what, uh, what the um, people always had at worst, right? When I would complain about something, mom would always be like, well, you know, you, you, you got it pretty good. It's not. Uh, it's not as bad as people. And I think about that a lot. And Stacy's a lot like that too. Stacy will remind me of those things. And, you know, I said yesterday, uh, or was it yesterday or no, it was, um, Tuesday. I'm still working. Uh, I'm sick now. Uh, the jobs aren't coming for whatever reason. Uh, we have a kind of a uh, we have a tax bill that's going to come due. Uh, I just I was like I I I need some good news, mom. I mean everything going on with mom. I'm like I need some good news. I like I've had a month full of bad news, and uh, she didn't say anything. And then yesterday, I got a group text. Uh, guys, that I was. A man that beautiful, what they call a traveling crucifix, which was um, a healing prayer in it for cancer. And this gentleman, Mark Burke, passed away yesterday. Um, he was on a family vacation and he, um, he was scuba diving and something happened and they pulled him up and they couldn't resuscitate him. Mark Burke is everything that you would want to be in a man. He was kind. He was compassionate. Uh, I didn't, I, he raised wonderful kids. He was a wonderful husband. He was a staple in this community. 
the amount of things that he did for people without them, uh, without taking recognition. Um, I was damn proud to, to know and damn proud to be friends with Mark Burke. And I'm very sad that he passed away. <laughs> and with that, I should remember what my mom always taught me. That everything is, uh, everything can be um, looked at in a different light, right? Uh, so it was very sad uh, about Mark, and I would ask that just say a prayer for, for Mark Burke and, and his family. And uh, yeah, it's pretty sad. So my life's not near as tragic right now as I would like to let on. Uh, of course, we, uh, I've got interviews today. Uh, I've got two today, one tomorrow. Uh, I filled out a couple job apps this case, and I kind of wanted to throw this question out there. And, you know, if somebody can comment right away, that would be great. Otherwise, I'll look at the comments and maybe answer them tomorrow. But I would love to know what your guys' thoughts are during an interview process when they ask you what your salary requirements are. I, like you, you know what your salary range is going to be, right? So I feel like that question is kind of like, let's see if we can get them cheaper than what we are paying already, right? Or maybe they're using it to gauge whether or not they, uh, I'm even in the ballpark. I, I don't know. Uh, I've answered the question honestly. Uh, it's different for each job, obviously, based off of what they want to do um, and what they want and what the job description is and things like that. Um, but I feel like now I'm like, I don't necessarily know that I even want to answer that question because I feel like maybe that's, I don't know, like pricing me out of it or something. I don't, I don't know. <coughs> it's just an odd question. Um, I mean, it's not an odd question. I don't know how to answer it. So I'm looking for suggestions uh, on uh, on how to um, how to answer that question. So give me some feedback. What's your answer? Uh, even at the beginning, at the very beginning, when you fill out the application, they will ask that. And I'm like, I get it, but I don't know that I want to answer that question right now, you know. Uh, is it okay to write negotiable on, on on the answer? That's what I did on the application I filled out this morning. Um, it asked me for my salary range, and I just wrote negotiable. Uh, and then I see some videos from some help people going, well, you know, you can push back on that. And I'm kind of old school. I don't I don't want to go into a negotiation. Like I'm all right with negotiating, but I don't want to go into a negotiation with my brand new employer and kind of make it come off as a jackass like that seems like a bad idea so i don't really want to do that either so i'm curious as to what everybody's thoughts are on how you answer those salary questions and then how do you negotiate that at the time of job offer right uh i've read a lot that they say that you should negotiate uh i've done that at the last two jobs that i've uh, applied at um and we've come back and forth. For me, I, I, I have kind of a set idea of what I want in base salary. But I, for me, I, I think it's easier to negotiate PTO time. 
than it is salary. And and right now that's more important to me uh, is being able to take time off for my family and my kids and vacations and enjoy that nice work balance. So I'll be curious of what that is. Um, and the last part, I, I, I just can't believe how long of a process it is for, for some of these people. I understand you want to work really hard at finding the best candidate. And I totally get that. But man, you got people out here just twisting it in the wind, just waiting. So I, it's, it's an odd thing for me, but, um, I mean, it is what it is. So, uh, final thoughts. Uh, I want to, I want to talk about Lint. Uh, I have decided not to give up anything for Lint. What I am going to do, however, is, uh, over the weekend at this retreat, I went to reconciliation. Uh, for you non-Catholics, that's also what they call confession. Um, it is a powerful thing for me to have uh, God absolve me of my sins. Um, and I was talking about this at the retreat that sometimes those those sins kind of build up. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, maybe I was short with my wife or maybe I, you know, I don't know, got extra change at the store and I didn't, and I didn't give it back and things like that. And those tiny little things that, um, kind of build up, it's almost like I related it, uh, to almost like, like a diet or, 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 or whatever. Once if I cheat on my diet or cheat on my, on my eating habits, uh, on Monday or Tuesday, then I'm like, you know what, I'll just reset next Monday and I'll just, I'll just get worse over the week. It's kind of the same thing. If I let these sins kind of build up and I don't go to confession or I don't go to reconciliation, then it's easier for me to just continue to pile up those sins and maybe to get worse and worse. So for Lent, I'm going to, I decided I'm going to go to reconciliation every Saturday. Um, and then, you know, a, the reconciliation time won't be as long. Uh, dependence won't be as bad. And, uh, and maybe it'll get me in a habit of going more often because um, it does make me feel good. And Father Kirby at St. John's, I mean, he almost like is thankful that you are using this, this, you know, uh, what, are you, what this sacrament. He's grateful that you're doing it, which always makes you feel better after the end of it. So. Anyways, uh, I'm going to go try to see mom today. I'm going to mask up. Uh, I'm not going to stay there very long because I don't, I don't want to, um, I don't want to, uh, to risk getting her sick. Um, but I do want to be mom. Uh, we'll hit it again tomorrow. Uh, like I said, I'm going to go down to on Saturday, uh, Saturday evening. Uh, see Chrissy at Rebelton. Uh, check out them. And then I'm also going to uh, um, try to go tomorrow afternoon to Beer Can Alley downtown uh, and hang out while the KXNO the drive is on. So uh, go check out Teddy Holly's stuff, uh, Beer Can Alley downtown, uh, Polk City Pub. Uh, he's not paying me for this, but Teddy's a good friend, very supportive. Uh and of course, the Breakfast Club in West Des Moines and in the East Village. Awesome stuff down there. Uh, everybody have a great day. Uh, try to stay safe. And with that, peace. <laughs>